Welcome to CBS LA Uncut, where there's so much more to the story. I'm CBS Los Angeles Sports Director Jim Hill. Now each week, we're gonna take a look at a story you've seen on the news and go deeper with more interviews and more insight and more information. Now in this episode, I'm talking to Los Angeles Rams head football coach Sean McVay about the Rams' incredible 2017 season, McVay's own it factor, if you will, and how he knew that he had something very special from the moment he walked through the door. This is a huge day for Los Angeles. Now at 11, the return of the Rams. 21 years after the NFL team moved to St. Louis, the league votes to let them back in. You talk about a day that looked like a pretzel full of twists and turns going inside out. That's exactly what has happened here in Houston, Texas at the Western Hotel. But on the second ballot of the afternoon by a score of 30 to 2, the NFL gave the Los Angeles Rams permission to relocate for the 2016 campaign in our city and in specific into Inglewood. It was news Los Angeles had been waiting for. Professional football was coming back to the City of Angels. And the man most responsible for the move back, Rams owner Stan Kroenke, reintroduced the team to the Los Angeles faithful. We're happy to be here. It's quite, quite a privilege. Um, we're looking forward to moving ahead with this. The fun part for us really starts. Coming in here today and being received like this is wonderful. This is all about football, really. This is this is the this is the great history of the Los Angeles Rams. The city was alive with excitement and big expectations. LA Rams, LA Rams. But the first year, the 2016 campaign didn't go exactly as planned. The Rams finished four and 12, losing the last seven games and their head coach in Jeff Fisher. Good evening, everyone. We begin sports tonight with the big story of the day. We start with pro football in the Jeff Fisher era with the Rams came to an end earlier today with both sides parting ways. A month to the day after Fisher was fired, the Rams hired a new head coach, 30-year-old Washington Redskins offensive coordinator, Sean McVay. I give you the next head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. <laughs> Very excited to be here as the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, it's humbling, but uh, excited to get going. Uh, first off, I'd like to start by thanking Mr. Kroenke. Uh, getting a chance to spend a couple uh, days with, be, getting a chance to be with him for the last couple days, get to know him, what he's about. Uh, you can feel the passion and the commitment that he has for bringing a championship caliber team to the city of Los Angeles. This is a guy that understands the game of football, uh, knows what it takes, to create a winning culture and uh, very excited about the opportunity to work for a great owner who is committed to bringing a championship to this city. That was January 12th, 2017. Since then, McVay and the Rams have never looked back. McVay's energy and attitude are infectious and you could tell from the first practices that this was going to be something different. From rookies to veterans, all the Ram players bought in and it showed on the field. You see in 2017, McVay's first season as head coach, the Rams led the NFL in points per game and finished the season with a record of 11 and five, putting them back in the playoffs for the first time in 13 years. It's been an amazing year for Sean McVay and the Rams. They've taken this organization, you know, out of the cellar and brought them to contenders. As always, McVay was quick to share the success and celebrate the team effort. I'll tell you what, when you find a way to come on the road, finish up your road record, seven and one, 
and win a division, there's only one thing you can say. And here's what he had to say about their impressive turnaround season. You make history. Let's talk a little bit about all these wonderful things that have happened to you this year. Well, I appreciate that, Jim. You know, like anything else, this is a reflection of our team, our organization. And when you got great players and great coaches, you know, these are where things like this occur. But uh, it's been special to see all of our other players that have gotten the recognition and some of the postseason awards and uh, made some good progress and a lot of motivation mm -hmm. to uh, try to continue and then improve going into next year. And all the hard work paid off. Running back Todd Gurley was the AP Offensive Player of the Year. Defensive tackle Aaron Donald, the AP Defensive Player of the Year, and McVay himself, the AP Coach of the Year. This is the Ultimate Team Award. It's very humbling and flattering to be able to receive this, uh, but this is a reflection of our team and our organization. Great coaches, great players, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. Have you gotten over the sting of uh, your playoff loss to Atlanta? You know, I don't think you'll, I think you'll always remember that. First of all, congratulations to the Atlanta Falcons. Coach Quinn did a great job having his team ready to go, and they made enough plays to be able to win that game today. You know, as far as you got to move on, and, and I think we're positive in terms of just being resilient in the way that we'll respond going into next year, but I thought it was a great experience for us. You know, credit the Falcons. They made the plays, and, and we didn't do enough, but I know from the role that I had and uh, not getting the result that we wanted, there's a lot of things that you can look inwardly at and say, what can you do differently to try to help put our players in better spots, just the overall management, maybe some of the things preparation-wise, but uh, it's exciting. And I think the further away you get from the season, it's still tough to watch football. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you love it as a fan, but when you're sitting there wishing you were still playing, uh, it's a little bit tough. But, you know, you can really appreciate uh, what a special year it was. Thinking back to that Tennessee game and, and the feeling in the locker room, you know, a lot of special people that were a part of the things that we were able to accomplish. And I think there's some good things ahead for us as well. It's always tough to be able to kind of handle those losses and you want to make sure you do it in the right way, but you also don't want it to take away from a lot of the great things that our players and our coaches were able to achieve, you know, being able to win a division. And I think there's a lot of things that we can reflect back on that you can appreciate. And, and you know, like we always talk about that you can learn from. Let's go back to your very first meeting with the, with this club what did you say and or do at that very first meeting to gain their trust and respect and vice versa yeah it's a good question jim you know i think it really goes back to even before we got a chance to really all gather as a team in april for the start of the off-season program there was communication with a lot of the core leaders the core veterans that were already in place obviously our coaching staff where you kind of try to shape uh, the culture, the core values, the way that we want to operate. And, and that was a, you know, a, a deal where it was, everybody was involved in that. And we kind of clearly outlined so that, you know, we want to make sure that we're very clear, open and honest in everything that we do. And we talked about the character, the communication, the we, not me, where uh, is there cer certainly something special about being a part of something bigger than yourself. And I think the players bought into that. They were connected and uh, that's something that we'll strive to maintain as we move forward. And then you just move the hashes in if I ask one specifically. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Tanzel, what up, baby? You play with clean fleet, you'll be in good shape. If not, you'll be on that highlight reel for the offense tonight. I know one of the things I noticed right away in training camp was there were a lot of golf carts out there, and the players had access to golf carts to drive to and from practice, which a lot of teams don't do. That's right. You know, and I think a lot of that goes back to the one thing I think that has helped, Jim, is you got the right types of people, high character, but also if you're able to explain a why. You know, everything that we do, we try to be intentional about, and it's geared towards helping the players be at their best. And 
that's an example where we want to try to take some, you know, some of those, that mileage off your legs, just walking to and from meetings to practice, things like that. And, uh, you know, a large credit goes to Reggie Scott and Ted Rath and their implementation of a lot of the things that we do geared towards kind of that sports science approach, taking care of the players. And, uh, you know, I think getting into this role, you're getting exposed to so many different things that uh, play into being their best on Sundays or whenever it is that we're playing. And, you know, that's what we'll try to do as we move forward. You see great players in some key spots. You know, you look at an Aaron Donald, a first team all pro player, and a chance to be around him. He's wired. He's all about the right stuff. And then you look at the offensive side of the ball. You see exciting traits in Jared Goff. You see Todd Gurley. So I see a lot of key pieces in place that give us a chance to compete. We know it's going to be a great challenge, but it's something that uh, as an organization, we're looking to figure out, okay, based on who's here, who are these key players moving forward that are going to help us achieve that success that we're all set out to accomplish? And then where are those areas that we can improve, whether it be through the draft or free agency that we need to address, that's going to be very important. That's why this offseason, our approach, our understanding, and making sure we're all on the same page with our personnel and what our vision is moving forward is going to be critical to our success. You knew this was, and they had the capabilities of being a really good team. When in your mind did it click? You know what? We really have something special here. Yeah, you know, I think even going through the off-season program, even when you get a chance to go interview for a job like this, you see some of the core players in place, the special guys, the Aaron Donalds, the Todd Gurleys. Uh, you're encouraged about Jared Goff. You know, you got Alec Ogletree and Brockers. So uh, there was a lot of core players in place that you felt really good about. And then getting a chance to be around them, watch them compete. And then I think just like anything else, getting a chance to compete against another team where you really get a true gauge of where are we at, the Colts game, I think, served as a great opportunity for us to really see uh, what a great start it was. And then we didn't get the result we wanted the next week. But what I think says as much as anything, Jim, is the way we responded from adversity. And uh, not having any consecutive losses is a, is a real credit to our players and the mental toughness that they displayed and not letting the same team beat us twice. The Los Angeles Rams open the season on Sunday, September the 10th, at home against the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh. All right. Indy. Very good. Nice. CBS game. There you go. Uh, I think really just getting a chance to play that Colts game and then watching the way we responded from the first disappointment uh, to go then on a short week and beat San Francisco. Those are the examples. And, you know, you can really just go and appreciate the journey along the way. But there was a lot of examples that demonstrate uh, the types of things that you want to see from your football team. That's a great win right there. Talked about starting a little streak of our own. Now we see if we can string another great one against a division opponent going to Arizona, trying to get to our ninth win. Give me a woo if you win. So in other words, the highs weren't really, really high and the lows weren't really, really low. You kind of kept an even keel throughout the whole thing. There's no doubt about it. And, and you said it perfectly. That, that even keel demeanor and disposition is exactly what we want to display. And uh, we always talk about being process driven and focusing on that one day at a time. And I think that's going to be really important for us as we continue to navigate, uh, you know, our journey moving forward into the offseason and into the next year. Where did you get the it from? I mean, you come into the league, you're the young, you make history, yeah. youngest head coach in NFL history. And a lot of people will say he has that it. In your mind, what's the it that you have? Well, I think it's a blessing that I've been around great people. And, yeah. you know, it starts with really uh, my family and my grandfather's influence, being able to present you with opportunities that you wouldn't get otherwise. You know, I'm not naive enough to think that when you're so fortunate to finish up a college career at Miami of Ohio and then an opportunity opens itself up to get right on John Gruden's coaching staff yeah. with the Buccaneers, 
uh, that's a credit to the legacy that my grandfather's established, treating people the right way, uh, doing things first class, and, and then that opens up an opportunity for somebody in that family to say, all right, here we go, and um, you know, and then being around people like John Gruden's, the Mike Shanahan's, Bruce Allen, uh, obviously working with Jay Gruden, people that were willing to invest in you, help you grow, and, and, the, and the timing has really worked out too. Who's getting double moved today? You guys better not be greedy. I like you guys, so I can be happy for a good play, but sometimes if it's the unscripted periods and I'm calling it, I get a little competitive. Speaking of John Gruden, we know he is a, uh, he's your mentor, yeah. but now he's going to be on the opposite side of the field going against you uh, next year when the, when the Rams play the Raiders, and he's already raided your staff. I know. You know what? It's, it's going to be pretty surreal, but, uh, you know, it's great to have such a special coach back in the coaching profession. Uh, you know, I always said that to him as great as he was at Monday Night Football. You know, you should be coaching and, and the Raiders got a great one, great leader, and uh, they got a great coach and Greg Olson from us. And, and really, I think it's a great opportunity for Greg to get back home with his family. Uh, he had some experience where he was working with Derek Carr early in his career, and he's a special player and uh, looking forward to rooting for those guys, except for that one game next year. That's going to be a lot of fun watching and listening to you guys talk about each other back and forth, how he helped you and how he admires you and, and vice versa. Yeah, you know, I think really any time that you get into this and you talk about John being one of the most important and influential mentors of mine, uh, you know, I think just to be able to earn that respect and, and then, you know, you want to make people proud. And, and in terms of who do you value their input, you know, it's your players, it's the coaches you've been around, obviously your family members. But uh, to have him, you know, look at it and say, hey, proud of some of the things that, that you guys are doing in L.A., that means the world to me. And uh, he's a guy that's been very instrumental in, in being able to sit here and, and, you know, be able to do some of the things we're doing. It sure will make for a more enjoyable week, but we know this great division opponent, we got to make sure that we continue to realize this is a business trip. Enjoy it today. Right. We'll come back. We'll clean this game up. 30, 31 years old, you already have your coaching tree going. Well, you know, I think that anything is about just the people that you're around. And we got a special group of coaches. And, and I think, you know, when you just really look at it, uh, people that are willing to invest in each other and help each other grow. And, and that's one of the things, even when we set out to, to, you know, finalize our coaching staff going back to last year uh, in a leadership role, you always want to listen, learn, and then lead. And when you've got great people that can help you do that, uh, you know, that's when you give yourself a chance for that growth. I don't think it's surprises. I think you're just surprised by, you know, kind of the reality of when you sit down to do something at six in the morning and then uh, it's 8.30 at night and here I am ready to do that thing that I was set out to do at six in the morning. You get pulled in a bunch of different directions, but uh, that's why it's important to have those great people around you that you know when you're doing those other tasks uh, that you can trust things are being done the right way. And uh, it's definitely been a whirlwind. Haven't had a chance to slow down, but uh, it's, it's been great. I was talking to some people uh, oh, it was, oh, a few months ago, and we were talking about you and trying to say, well, who does he remind us of? And reminds me of Pat Riley when Pat first took over the Lakers and how he changed that culture and look at what they did. Well, that's a huge compliment. I have so much respect really for the coaching profession. And when you look at, you know, how long he was able to sustain success doing it at an early age and then uh, all the success he's had throughout the course of his career in coaching and being in executive roles, uh, Pat's a special guy. But I think really when you really look at it, Jim, uh, being around a bunch of good people where you come in, the players that are willing to buy in, uh, if anything that this year has served us well, it, it just continues to reiterate that it's all about the people. And when you've got everybody working in the same direction, 
where there's clear, open, and honest communication. Uh, and you know that communication takes an initiative, energy, and effort, but you got to be committed to doing it the right way all the time. Not day one, but day 361 and 365. And, and that's the type of people that we have in our building. And, and that's what you feel good about uh, having a chance to try to sustain some of the success and some of the foundational things that we were able to establish this past season. Shake going to make another play today. <laughs> Shake on the aggressive hands reel after that practice the other day. Mike Thomas in the house. Nice shot, Shawnee. Pop. Give you a glance and then give you some double moves off that. People can't defend that. Put that foot down. Good hands right there, baby. Love that. Your offense this year was just absolutely magnificent. You know, scoring as many points, you know, as they did. And Jared Goff was terrific. But now, Jared, will Jared have another quarterback's coach this coming year, which will be his third in three years? It will, you know, and I think the thing is that the continuity in the system will be the same. So I think a lot of the core principles, the fundamentals, the techniques will remain the same. Uh, we're going to move up Zach Taylor, who is our assistant receivers coach. He'll coach the quarterbacks. He'll slide into Greg Olson's role. Uh, Matt LaFleur, our offensive coordinator, is instrumental in a lot of the things that those quarterbacks are doing from a meeting standpoint, just day in and day out. But, uh, you know, Greg was certainly instrumental in a lot of the things that Jared was able to do this past year. But we have a lot of confidence in Zach Taylor's ability to step up. Uh, he played the position. He's coached it at a high level in Miami with the Dolphins, and he was a coordinator when Dan Campbell was the interim head coach. So uh, we feel really good about being able to move him up into that role and, and a lot of confidence he'll do great. As far as uh, Jared is concerned, it's almost like with your help, the light just clicked on this year. Well, I think a lot of it is, is a credit to Jared and, and some of those coaches we mentioned with Matt and Greg Olson because what Jared did a great job of is, is this goes back to even when I first got a chance to meet him, Jim, is uh, before there was even a new head coach hired, he was intentional about getting with Tom House and some of these guys that are really areas of expertise with regards to the fundamentals, the techniques of the position, how you want to consistently deliver the football when you have a clean platform. And he did that, and he looked inwardly at what could he do to improve moving into year two. I think the experience factor was instrumental, being able to get those seven games and then being real intentional about how can I become an extension of the coaching staff, really have an ownership on the offense so that when I'm calling the plays, when I'm commanding things at the line of scrimmage, I exude that confidence. It rubs off on my teammates. And I think you saw that continue to grow as the season progressed. And uh, we're expecting the same going into his third year and our second year together. Whoever runs the scouts, point man run the snag, right? Inside guy run the basic. You guys work it out, man. You guys are pros. Hey, I can tell. He looks like he got out of the shower. Look at that Man, sweat. Can I have another water bottle, please? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. All right, here we go. Coach Whitworth, good to see you. Ooh. Good, 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 good. Run, run. You can use your legs. Hey, if you get a clean lane, man, be ready to take that. The C's part, you can run. You know what I mean? On third and seven. No, run. You're with your legs. <laughs> you have all the pieces to the puzzle that you need to get to the ultimate goal. Well, I think what you feel good about, Jim, is when you look at it, you know, it's, it's all about, it's about the players. And we've got the right players at the right spots. And you talk about those impact type players that are special players, but they're special people. Mm -hmm. And when you've got guys like the Aarons, the Todds, the Jareds, the Andrew Whitworths, when they're the ones that are leading and demonstrating, this is what it looks like day in and day out. You see the production, then everybody kind of falls in alignment with what we're trying to get done. And, uh, you know, feel very fortunate to have those guys on our team. Let's wake it up a little bit, man. All right. Next period, we'll start to go unscripted. Let's see how we do. It's going to be third down and six. Oh, I'm a little excited for the next period. My fault. 
I get ahead of myself, you know? I just love it. What if you were the ex, what would you have? If I was the ex? Yeah. I had the comeback. Perfect. Good. I like it. Thought it was like a trick question, huh? <laughs> what a ball. Love that. Backer and Gerald, one-on-one. That was an awesome route. Cooper Cup's a dog, bro. Got them both. Come across, pick it up. Good, let it go. Ooh! Talking about, you know, the upcoming year, but before we get to that, you need to get a little rest yourself, won't you? I do. I'm a little stopped up right now. Uh, you know, it's, I think the further away you get from the season, the more you can look back and then kind of start to just get into a little bit more of a normal routine where you're getting some sleep, you're working out, taking a little bit better care of yourself. But, you know, people ask Jim, you know, what are you going to do now? You want to take some time off. The thing that's unique about this is this is what you love to do, you know, mm -hmm. studying football, you know, it's, it's almost a hobby. So you do want to have some balance. And I think getting away, we'll get a chance with my girlfriend to go to Hawaii mm -hmm. next week, which will be really nice. And uh, hopefully get a little bit of sun and relaxation, but uh, we're excited to attack the off season and, and try to do things a little bit better. Uh, I know there's a lot of things that just year one will provide from my standpoint that I can do a much better job of for our team. And, and those are exciting things as we move forward. It's like stealing money working with you. No, I appreciate you, Jim. <clears throat> I get even choked up talking to you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to CBS LA Uncut. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check us out on social media at CBSLA and visit our website at CBSLA.com. And you can always catch us on CBS2 and KKL9.